You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, Forest City. This is Ron Young here, part of the MedPoint Health Half Hour. Across the table from me, Peter Martone. Peter, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ron. Good. And Kate, Kate Lane, of course, uh, we spoke last week about a few topics. It was yeah. a lot of fun, so we're going to have another great show here I'm today. Sad I missed yeah, out last week. it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, I hear the ratings just, just went through the roof last yeah. week, Peter. <laughs> Your absence has nothing to do with that, right? I guess. I should have walked out right now. Yeah, so we got a lot going on at MedPoint right now. Obviously, we have the toy and uh, food drive um, happening at all three clinics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the City Plaza downtown location, the um, Byron Children's Clinic, as well as the Byron Gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have a, a non-perishable food item or toys or something that you want to get to somebody who's uh, less fortunate this time of the year, then you can feel free to bring it to us and we'll make sure that it gets in the right hands because mm-hmm. not everyone... Uh, is as lucky as we are, right, to have uh, food, shelter, and and be able to enjoy Christmas with gifts and stuff like that. We we take that for granted, so keep that in mind. Um, as well, the 13-week challenge is in full swing right now. Halfway we done, right? Just yep, did the halfway. Just finished the halfway point. And uh, the results came in late last week, and I'm pleased to say that all contestants are doing very well. I know, mm-hmm. Peter, you train Tony Ross, yeah. and Kate, you train uh, Melissa Tiller. Yeah. And they're doing fantastic. Actually, Melissa probably had, like, she was down, like, 5% body fat, wasn't she, overall? Uh, like yeah, that? she's she's doing really well. Pretty I close. think it's Yeah, I think it might be more like three, but that's still really still wicked. Yeah. Very significant, yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. Maintaining her lean mass, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and think of all the health benefits to, to shedding that fat. I mean, that's so much less pressure off your joints. Oh, for uh, sure. You know, blood flow circulation. Uh, just everything. It's just helps. feeling a lot stronger too, yeah. which really helps. Yeah. In your overall appearance, you feel better when you look at yourself, and mm-hmm. that motivates you to keep keep working harder. Feel yeah, toned and, and firm. And yeah, and everybody has different goals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you work towards your goals, and the, and all four people are, uh, you know, they're seeing the benefits now, and we're almost getting to a stage where okay, we're accomplishing this goal and this goal. You know, let's set new ones because mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we're always striving for something in the gym. We want yep. to make sure that there's always something to look forward to and to work towards. Um, so the topic this week is technology. Mm-hmm. Pete, it's something that me and you have been talking a lot about, especially today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into these uh, radio segments just to make sure that everyone is informed and everyone can make educated decisions uh, on these topics and, and kind of where to turn and what to do. Um, the the topic today, technology, we're going to talk about uh, two different things and how it kind of relates, how it impacts our health, our wellness, mm-hmm. and, and kind of the barriers that we have in the society we live in today as to how we can kind of be better about things and, and almost avoid technology here and there. Or if we're getting technology, is it really helpful to us? Um, the first article that we looked at was from The Guardian, and it's basically saying the Canadian court system is now considering Fitbit tracker data in personal injury cases. So 
this is for somebody who was either in a car accident, in a slip and fall, um, you know, somebody who's been seriously injured. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is they're saying, we can now use these trackers to see how much the injury actually is affecting the person. And this is where we find the issue, right, Ron? We, these Fitbit trackers are what we wear on our wrist and they, they calculate points yeah. for how much energy you use throughout the day, for, yeah. for example. Um, they're, and they're using this for very serious issues. And we believe that these Fitbits and any other tracker, not specifically just the Fitbit, yeah. for the, that are worn on your wrist. There's fuel bands and different things yeah, like that. that yeah. They don't accurately um, predict or estimate your, your actual energy expenditure. So mm-hmm. things it uses an accelerometer. And the accelerometer in, in the wrist is used to calculate how many calories or whatever you'd burn. So if you're yeah. moving your wrist a lot in the exercise, obviously you're going to be burning calories for running or things like that. But if your wrist is stationary, say in a push-up or in uh, cycling, yeah, then it's not going to be calculating yeah, anything. Where so you're using all your legs, right? exactly. Yeah. That's that's one of the limits or limiting factors to these Fitbits and, and whether or not um, they should be used mm-hmm. in these core cases. Yeah, so. no, that, and that's a great point. I mean, I think what it comes down to here is you have somebody's life, somebody's well-being potentially, uh, you know, lots of money tied up mm-hmm. because they've been seriously hurt. And now you're going to take data from a small little bracelet, which we're going to kind of touch on other points mm-hmm. um, to say, yes, this person deserves this million dollars. I don't know how much it could be. Whatever it is, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's, but it's, it's that, still affecting people. Exactly. They're using this tool that to predict certain results. And we don't feel like the tool is adequate in, in predicting the results. Yeah, they yeah. Re- definitely need to look at the accuracy of the tool and make sure that it's something that's going to really tell them specifically what the person is doing physically and and actually accurately give them that reading that yeah. will... Well, that, yeah. that, that kind of goes into our next point because the data from these wristbands mm-hmm. is actually estimated. It's approximation mm-hmm. uh, because they can't properly determine yes you've burned this many calories it's kind of going again on that movement and on the uh, distance traveled if there is a gps or something involved with it but um studies by the university researchers found that they have the flawed numbers and um we did some digging and the consumer reports showed when they had three fitness trackers on simultaneously that same same wrist Mm -hmm. Uh, same four days of activity, uh, what they found was the Fitbit One counted uh, 38,500 steps. Mm-hmm. The fuel band, the Nike fuel band, counted 31,500 steps. And the UP24, I'm not sure what one that is, but calculated 39,700 yeah. steps. So between the top one and, and uh, the fuel band, that's an 8,000-step difference. That, that could be a day of exercise. Yeah. A complete yeah. day of exercise. That's, that's misinterpreted. Um, another thing is that these the companies are obviously profit-driven, prof, profit sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going to want you to be happy with the product. So they're obviously going to want to overestimate. Yeah, there's so if you're some gonna, things that they can do. Exactly. To, yeah. So if, if you're doing a certain amount of exercise and in reality you burn 200 calories, they're going to say... 300 calories. Therefore, you're happy. You refer the product to someone else. Someone yeah. else buys the product. They are happy. Consumer's happy. And and it's just a vicious cycle where you're not burning as many calories. So then you go back and eat more. And yeah. it just doesn't work like that. So. On another note, I mean, it is good to have something to track what you're doing, whether yeah. it is fully accurate or not. If you're using it as an individual 
and you're trying to find out what you're doing and whether you're doing anything different mm-hmm. throughout your routine. Yes, it's a great thing to use to make sure you are getting in enough yeah. steps in a day. But when it comes to being used as something in the court system evidence, or yeah. evidence, it's clearly not all that That's accurate. Yeah, to so, be fair, I mean, these trackers do help increase. I think I read a study that said um, there was about a 10% increase in physical activity for people who bought them. So it is actually working. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we're saying simply is I don't think it's enough to warrant yeah. Yeah. Um, an individual getting uh, a lump sum of money or not um, because it might, it's not going to be a, a proper portrayal of their, you know, activity levels yeah. and their limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other, the other two points that we had, oh, and it's, it's worth noting the consumer reports also took 200 steps. They counted out these steps, mm-hmm. uh, same stride length and everything. And they found that, um, the one, the Fitbit one measured 208 steps. So overestimating by eight steps. Uh, the UP24205, and the fuel band measured 158 steps. So that's underestimating a little bit. Mm -hmm. So again, if, if, I mean, in the court of law, uh, innocent until proven guilty, right? Like you have to know beyond uh, a shadow of a doubt that this person did this or or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that's good enough. And, and... And, uh, yeah, so looking ahead too, the GPS tracking data can sometimes be unreliable. Yep. Sometimes it can cut out. If it cuts out, then you're, you're missing some whatever exercise you're doing during that time. And it could be a couple minutes, could be a couple hours. doesn't yeah. matter what it is. You're still missing data and that the data makes the, the initial part where the court case looking at kind of false. It, yeah. It's yeah. not verifiable. It's not, it's, it's not nothing real worse than, than driving around with a GPS and it cuts out under a bridge or something and you're waiting for... Yeah. For the signal to come back in downtown <laughs> Toronto or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that can kind of, because if you're missing 30 seconds of your run, Kate, that can be, what, 100 meters or 200 meters maybe? Yeah. I mean, it can be, you could be going pretty hard during that time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then the other thing and the last point uh, I want to make before we go to commercial, when we come back, we'll wrap this all up, um, is you're hooked into a third-party application with these fitness trackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Fitbits, a lot of the Nike bands and stuff like that, they have these applications that you can log into and track all your stats, which we love. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what keeps us accountable and, and shows us what we've done. But what you're doing along the way is you're granting permission, and this is something uh, that you know kids do with their parents' cell phones. They'll buy... Uh, you know, Farmville uh, crops or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? It is easy. I'll give access to my contacts. I'll give access to, you know, photos. Uh, photos. And, and why? Why? Yeah. I mean, it's almost a way for the, the application or, or the tracker to, to kind of not only get the information that you're giving them through your workout, but also kind of finding out more about you individually. To sell you more. Yeah, yeah which is kind Probably. of, yeah, getting like, demographic information. Why. And these apps are getting more in-depth and depth. You're putting data in there that, sh- that is technically private that you don't want other people reading. Yeah. Blood type, uh, weight, like even even your weight is a personal number. So. And they can, yeah. they can turn around and use that because you authorized it with the click of a button just because yeah. it won't install the app otherwise, mm-hmm. right? So... Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I think we've raised a lot of great points here. Um, what do you think the, as a listener, you know, send me an email. It's ron at medpoint.ca. Uh, I'll take some questions uh, if we get them in in time. 
And uh, yeah, we can talk a little bit more about this, but we'll be right back after this commercial break. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. Welcome back to the program. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Obviously, at the 9.30 a.m. half hour, uh, every Saturday, myself and the MedPoint team will be here talking about the issues that are relevant in society today. How does it affect you? How does it affect your health, uh, your friend's health, your family's health? And we want to just touch on the important points because uh, we know that, you know, as we age and as we grow, um, our health, like what's more important than our health? If we don't have our health... You know, you you don't have much. Yeah, you wouldn't have much. So we left it off with this whole idea that the Canadian court system is now considering using Fitbit trackers to help in personal injury cases. And, um, you know, we kind of thought, is it, should it be considered as valid evidence, right? Yeah. And we kind of went through a lot of different things uh, at the first part of our show that kind of points to, no, this can't be considered a reliable source yeah, that the biggest point was the reliable and valid, validity of this stuff is yeah. is it really being an accurate representation of their activity level yeah we here don't believe so we don't uh, believe yeah. it's well and but it's not that it can't be no i mean we 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 don't believe so yet because there's not enough evidence mm-hmm. but that's saying can we monitor this better uh or you know, will the technology improve that we can actually say, yeah. let's trust this machine, um, you know, and use it for stuff like this, not only in the court system, but maybe in other life applications, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. So that kind of goes into our next uh, topic, because in the whole technology world, we are consumed by stuff. I mean, we got all these gadgets and stuff like that. We're gearing up for Christmas right now. A lot of gifts, holiday gifts going around. You want to make sure that your your friends and loved ones uh, get out and get active. You're buying them gear. You're buying them these trackers and stuff like that. Um, what happens, though, I'm sure people will be buying a lot of smartphones and, and iPods and iPads oh, yeah. and everything Tablets, like that. Anything with All a screen. the technology. Screen time is a big concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge concern in our society today. And Pete, you showed me a video uh, earlier today, and we have to talk about it because it seems just like astonishing that we spend so much time in front of a screen. Yeah, it was. It's it's called antisocial network, and it it, the video gets a kind of a guy just talking about and just rapping about things that are reality these days. And it Mm -hmm. starts off by saying that the average individual born, I think, in the year two thousand, will watch four years straight of screen time by the time he's, his life is over. Yeah, wow. Four, can you, four years of staring <laughs> down at either your cell phone, TV, computer, one of those things. Yeah. So that's definitely much more time than it was 15 years ago. Yeah. And that time we're spending looking at the screen, Yeah, we've pro- we probably were usually doing other things where we're up and about, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, things have changed. Kate, we talked about it. Obviously, yeah. uh, you know, your dad had mentioned something about how back in the day, like we were just, Go, go, go. I mean, you you went out yeah. and you played until the streetlights came on and, and you yeah. went home. And now we're seeing that big change because 
gone are the days where you actually go over to your friend's house and knock on the door to see if they're home. No. Yeah. You just text them or tweet them or, or, or Facebook them and say, what's up? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we're yeah. losing that disconnect. We're now becoming a society that just maybe are losing social skills. Yeah. Are yeah. we actually connected more or are we just being connected virtually? Like we're the definitely face- more virtually connected. And I, yeah. like, I would say that's a big problem with society right now is just you know even going out for dinner and stuff like that you know like i find i'm going out for dinner every once in a while and when i'm there you know i'm sitting with somebody across from me who's on their phone half the time you know what i mean whether it's myself or it's my fiance but you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) um it it does happen it 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 does it's so easy to do that you just oh your phone buzzes. Let's quick look, quickly yeah. look at it, but then that leads to something else, something yeah. else. And YouTube I like the whole thing that you lay like... the cell phone on the table and say whoever whoever picks theirs up first takes the tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier, and uh, you know the days where you you could call your friend, and if they didn't hang up their phone. Uh, it wouldn't end the call. You could <laughs> still pick up the phone and listen to them, yeah. and <laughs> keep being from Red Lake. I don't know if times have changed for yeah, no, it, <laughs> for guys, people over there, but I just have to rib you about that one. No, it, it's true. Funny it, though, right? Mm-hmm. Funny. It's, it's true how, how how times have changed, and in a more serious that it, it's leading to, we believe, with more anxiety and more depression because people are are seeing so much stuff on these screens that they want to be. And they, they they think yeah. they can be and and yeah. they they're getting upset and they're spending spending more time alone because they're just looking constantly at these things and yeah. you're never actually out in the real world exploring or meeting people it's just it's also a barrier communication wise yeah. like if you're always texting with people or always you know messaging on Facebook with people you're not communicating properly all the time you can misread things mm-hmm. you don't yeah. know somebody's emotion when they're saying things on That's those true. messages <laughs> that can be a big reason for being anxi- having high anxiety yeah. or you know being depressed because you don't understand well what. and i feel bad for english teachers nowadays because <laughs> it's almost like kids this... talk in this code uh, lol and and yeah. all the slang ttyl and you know all this stuff and they know what it means but you'll look at something, and uh, you won't. You, I won't have any clue what it means. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm trying to keep up with it, and it's yeah. hard. Yeah. But this is what the youth of today is doing, and it's mm-hmm. the movement that's happening right now. And it's almost scary. And and think about it too, because um, you know, I myself, I love sports. Pete, I know you love sports. Mm-hmm. NFL, NHL games. Everything. That's I love easily sports. Okay. <laughs> Which is better, (laughs) but you know, you go on the couch and you're watching an NHL game and three hours next thing you know. Yeah. I mean, Sunday's full of football. So we're not saying that we're immune to it or or, or don't watch things because I I know I watch things, you know, I'm watching Walking Dead right now. Yeah. We need to make sure that we're mindful of what we're doing. You you were saying um, earlier today that we were discussing this, that the, you got a new modem that's puts limits on your, um, Wi-Fi usage for each device, which is a pretty neat feature. Yeah. My kids aren't old enough right now, but obviously, uh, if I want, I got this new modem uh, from from Bell, and, and they, I can actually say what time I want, what device having internet access. So if I don't want internet on my iPad, which I can only use my iPad with internet, essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can say from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m., I don't want that thing to have internet. So mm-hmm. then I'm not, you know, at the dinner table trying to 
uh, go on the iPad or something mm-hmm. like that's that. That's a good idea. So, I mean, that's one way. Can you outlaw it? I mean, yeah. is there a way to say anybody under the age of 15 or 16 can't go on Facebook because now it's so easy for people to sign up for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're almost just slaves to technology. Mm -hmm. Um, Anywhere you go, you're driving, the GPS comes on, right? You get home, you're watching TV, you go go to work, you're on a computer. Um, It affects everybody. And we touched on this a couple weeks ago when we said that sitting is the new smoking, that Mm. the same effects from smoking can be from sitting for an extended period of time. And most times when you're um, on a screen, you're not mm. moving around. You're not no. running. You're, yeah, you're sitting you're down. In very sedentary life. Yeah. So that's where you are yeah. not active. You're not burning calories. Well, think about mental health. Think about you know people losing sleep over this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, think about di- diabetes. Uh, different things like that with the sedentary lifestyle brings. It's just very dangerous. We need to make sure that we know how to limit it properly and and you know. Just make sure that we're really being mindful uh, because it is harmful and we don't think of it now, but compounding year after year after year, it, it, it's a strain on our bodies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're meant to be moving. Our bodies are meant to be moving yeah. and we, we really like, I mean, find your time to relax, watch your show, mm-hmm. pick certain things to do here and there, but taking your time to get out and do things with your friends and making sure to like stay social yeah. and, and get outside. And it's kind it's of really important. Yeah. It's kind of scary for within the 10 years, say for an example, what, what has changed? How, yeah. how supposedly more social we are, but connected virtually that another 10 years from now, mm-hmm. what another app is going to come out? What another program is yeah. going to open up that, What's almost no more 10 years is what's happening next month. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Because the it's, advances it's so fast, are so quick. Yeah. Um, exponential there. Pete, you were talking about something that you saw on the internet, and it was uh, the restaurant study. So Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was, I'll just quickly, it was a study about this restaurant that was getting complaints that their service was taking so long, and they didn't understand. They, they, they didn't know everything was the same as it was before, so they take, took it into their own hands and mm-hmm. did a study where they examined what they did 10 years ago and what they did today. Yeah. And they found that people 10 years ago were in and out in an hour. They got served, seated, food, and No out. problem. Yeah. Awesome. And they did it this, couple, this week or, say, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it was about an hour and a half to two hours, and they were like, what is the difference? So when they look back at the results, that when the, the waiter – Sat down. Yeah. Checked uh, it oh, out. Sorry, the waiters got the people at the table. They hadn't even looked at their um, menu. They were, yeah. just, they were just on their phone taking time. So it's all that delay, delay, There's delay. There's so much delay. And yeah. it just takes – this goes back to taking more time to do things. It's just yeah. not productive. And yeah. It was a very interesting thing to read is this that it took two hours to go through the same process because we wasted time on our phone or in a social TV setting. or or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I feel like Don Cherry right now. We don't ever have enough time time for this kind of stuff. But um, we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up the show right now. I just want to make sure everyone's encouraged. You know what? Get out. Get active. Make sure that you're eating the proper things because what's more important than your health? You, you know, um, Make sure that you're you're taking steps to limit your screen time. You don't need to be on the tablet all the time. You know, spend time at the dinner table. Talk with your family. Have have game time with the uh, with your family. You know, we need more activities that keep us connected, but in that in that way where it's I'm face to face with you. It's no no longer connecting through a screen. So I want to thank uh, Peter and Kate for uh, being on the show today. Awesome. Obviously, I always love talking with them. 
And, uh, you know, for now, we're going to leave it at that. And we'll join you next week when we got some hot topics. Uh, This is Ron Young signing off. It's your health. It's your time.